genre. Spider-Man Minute, the daily podcast where we wait outside the theater for hours, analyzing and celebrating the movie Spider-Man 2, one Pichicato theme song minute at a time. I'm Zach Luna. I'm Scott Carelli. I'm Michael Barrity. Welcome back, Michael. Happy to have you here on the podcast for Minute 28, which uh, begins with Quentin gesturing to the uh, quiet please while playing progress sign. And ends with John surprising MJ outside the theater and kissing her while Peter watches. Smooches. To Peter, I gotta, I gotta um, say, I am. Uh, this was not done on purpose, uh, <laughs> but Michael, I'm, I, you, you really scored three perfect oh, minutes of this movie because it when it encompasses all, all three things that right, this yeah. movie does. <laughs> they, they also like all of them open and end on very different and dynamic. <laughs> yeah, so, totally, totally. Like yeah. I feel like everything's punctuated really nicely for me. So thank you. Yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, you got some action Spider-Man stuff. You got some dorky comedy Peter stuff, and then you got uh, melodrama. It's mm-hmm. it's uh, it's a perfect combo. Get that oh. good good stuff. Um, yeah. I love. We've <laughs> saved perhaps my. I mean, of all the Bruce Campbell-y Bruce Campbell moments, they're all great, obviously, but perhaps my favorite we have saved for today's minute, which is how we sort of cap off the end of the scene. And mm. it's not its not the gesture, it's the little, <laughs> yes, the little mm that he does. It's the perfect, oh, God, oh, it's the perfect aren't level you of disappointed? Dickish. Oh, <laughs> like, I'm going to savor it. <laughs> it's like... like I, 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 you know, uh, part of me really like not in the movie because I I like uh the cut that we get, but I would love to see like a deleted scene or something of (laughs) Peter having to like awkwardly walk, like give up and walk back outside. (laughs) Oh, and you, you can be darn sure that Raimi like one allowed that to happen and two (laughs) Campbell like definitely delivered every time with like some form of quippy banter (laughs) as Peter left (laughs) absolutely (laughs) it's oh it's a beautiful moment it's just he's one he knows he's one he gestures to the thing that like underlines how he's one and then he just has the final little twist of the knife with the Mm, I just I yeah. hate it and I love it. It's checkmate. So sad. <laughs> <laughs> it's real good. Um, uh, so this minute features what I believe is hmm. probably the most cringy moment in this movie. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, um, which is the violin player. Which you know, I understand that 
you know, her playing the violin the way that she is and playing mm-hmm. the Spider-Man song and singing out of key is, you know, that being cringy is part of the joke. Yeah. But, but... then there's the other layer where she's Asian and singing it with like a really cartoonish Asian accent. Yeah. Where she says especially... fry instead of fly. And Ooh. I just, oh Looking boy. at it through the modern lens and now that we're all totally woke uh <laughs> it it's like that sort of uh you know racist uh portrayal yeah. is, is is kind of uncomfortable and unpleasant yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you you this watch is... i watch this i watch this minute and i just i you know cue the the gif of donald glover like tugging at his shirt collar you know <laughs> the, his rodney dangerfield yeah yeah it's, <laughs> Um, you know, this is sort of a companion piece to the, uh, um, the homophobic joke in the first film yes. know, with the, uh, the bones on McGraw bit where it is, yeah. it's a thing that like, I, we just skated right by it and I'm sure it was included in the spirit of like, oh, isn't this fun that this is just like a kooky New York character, but it's so, ooh, it's uncomfortable. It's um, also worth noting at about the 22nd mark, uh, um, Peter has the reaction that I think all of us had while watching of like his eyes just get a little more. Yeah. And it's just like, Oh no. And his reaction is obviously more to the performance, but for us, it's just us like, Oh yeah. I I think that shot of Peter might be the only thing that lets me kind of like whistle past this as I'm watching it and like stomach it. It's just that like, Probably on the day, it was more in the line of like, you know, feel uncomfortable that this song is about you and oh, look at where where you're at right now. But it can read as like, oh boy, what are we doing here? Like almost a like fourth wall admission of. Well, and and, and I think that, um, I don't know, the moment within the movie doesn't quite play for me either just because it's supposed to be this moment where Peter is. Uh, lessening his appreciation of being Spider-Man. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. and they are playing it in a way of like, oh, look, he likes being Spider-Man less because like, look who his fan is. She can't even sing in the song right. And it's like, mm. what do you do? What what are you trying to say about Peter? <laughs> like, are you yeah. are you you know are you saying that he would care? Like, it's just it's such a moment that like I don't know. It just doesn't play the way that i think they mean it to uh it comes off a little a little mean honestly yeah Mm -hmm. yeah a little judgy yeah Uh, a little judgy yeah yeah he shakes his head on the on the like turn away yeah Yeah. where it's like this this woman like you know her talent level aside you know like whatever Mm -hmm. the the american idol audition of it all aside (laughs) um, yeah yeah she is playing a song that is in appreciation of the things that you do. Yeah. Like, why can't you appreciate that even if it isn't great? Like, I feel like mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. guy, the kid that we've been following for a movie and a half at this point. Yeah. Would appreciate it. But for some reason, they have Toby play it in a way where he doesn't. And that rubs mm. me the wrong way. It just doesn't feel true to the character to me. Yeah, yeah. It's like, um, I mean, it's it's supposed to be 
I guess in some ways reminiscent of when we had a, a busker singing a song about Spider-Man in the first film, where mm-hmm. it was just sort of like part of the little interstitial thing that we had moving from the sequence of there is no Spider-Man to there is a Spider-Man and people like him. Um, but that was just like, the joke wasn't on the guy yet in that scene. It was like, right. oh, look, New Yorkers like Spider-Man. That's the point of it. But the point of this scene is to make fun of her. And that just, that feels icky uh, in, yeah. in, a, in a totally different way, you know? It doesn't it's feel not, like this movie. It just doesn't feel it like doesn't, this movie. Yeah, it just doesn't feel like this movie. So, yeah, I would much rather there be a scene here where maybe not a busker d- delivering in this fashion, but, you know, Spider-Man sees a busker, you know, singing about Spidey and, like, like maybe he feels like a little, like, aw about it and then remembers how bad his situation is. That, like, if, in the time in between waiting for MJ to come out... He finds one light, nice little thing, but it just reminds him of how he can't do this right. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a version of this that might work. It's just we haven't landed in either side properly. It's yeah, just his, his reaction to it is yeah. incorrect for what he should be feeling in this moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is wh- why it reads to me like a, a metatextual one now. Right. Like looking at it now, it's like, oh boy, why are we doing this? So yeah, I don't he know. should be, you know, crawling into it for comfort. In this moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's not what's happening because they, they chose to make fun of this poor woman. Yeah, it's crawl yeah. into um, it for comfort and then realize that the thing that gives him comfort is what led him to be here. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, um, this woman, by the way, uh, Elise Din plays the violinist and um, she has a, a resume full of like small little roles, kind of like this. Uh, it, but it looks like these days she works mostly in ADR loop groups. Which is, um, that's when, like, you have, uh, you know, a, a film or a TV show that you're finishing up, and there's, like, little bits where people would be talking, but we haven't, like, actually, you know, shot people talking. Like, people outside of a movie theater are gathering while we transition. You need to have people saying something there, but you didn't record the extras talking because mm-hmm. you don't. So an ADR loop group is, like, six or so people that know each other really well and are really good improvisers and actors who can just come up with boilerplate stuff to talk about so she's done voices on you know ncis altered carbon brooklyn 99 new girl the x-files kong skull island she just I, she's got a steady gig now where she does voice stuff and that's great mm. so way to go elise I'm, I'm sorry that this is an awkward scene in the film but uh we're we're, we're proud that you do good work i mm-hmm. guess <laughs> I, don't yeah. I don't know i gotta point out that the uh the car has already been towed away it has uh, yes yeah <laughs> but our our buddy uh what's his name the guy uh our our that guy guy yeah uh, from brendan patrick yeah oh i i would have loved if he was just leaning up against the side of the theater staring daggers at peter across the street (laughs) and we just and if he was just standing there staring daggers at him and we just sort of zoomed right past him you know Yes, uh, in the yes. shot, like didn't co- didn't didn't pull attention to him or anything. Just oh man, that could have also that. been a fun punctuation to the scene if when Peter was turned away by Bruce Campbell as he walks back, oh. the car is already being then the towed. car is already yeah. yes, like yes. But, okay, being lifted up and driven away or something. But uh-huh. let me let me punch up the minute that we were just in. Mm-hmm. Here's okay, how you yeah, fix yeah. this. You have yes. him hearing the violin song and he likes it and he's charmed by it. And then he looks over next to her like we do a rack focus and you see the cops staring daggers at him across the street, which gives <laughs> him is. that moment of like, no. 
And then, oh. and then he sees Mary Jane, or you know, sees the people being let out, and the Mary Jane, and then so it sadness. kicks him while he's down. Yeah, yeah. there it is. There it yeah. is. Ah, love it. Ugh, uh, I I want to know. So there's a guy walking walking past the theater in a trench coat with a dog. Yes, and <laughs> I just I want to know that guy's story, both in the context of the movie, but also like on the day. <laughs> who who thought it was a good idea to have a dog on the set? Like that requires a lot of elements at play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why why have an thing. extra with a dog? Like why? Yeah. Because it makes like, you it... really believe that we're in New York. <laughs> yeah, yes. I guess so. Oh yes, I guess. That's so weirdly involved. Like I can maybe see like, oh, you know, we'll hire an extra with like a bike or something, push a bike along the path. But like, it's a whole thing to deal with a dog all day. Yeah. And it's definitely, I mean, this is a closed environment backlot at Universal Studios where they shot this. This isn't like they could just have random people wandering by. Every single person there is somebody that was hired there to be there on that day. Specifically, trench coat dude with his dog. I just hope that trench coat dude loved dogs, and this was like the best day of his life because he's like, (laughs) I get to spend all day with this dude. Great, and he's trained. Wonderful. Yeah, you gotta have a you gotta have an animal trainer on set. You gotta have uh, if the if the animal trainer is not the dog owner, you have to have the dog owner on set too. Right. Then you have to have Peta on set because there's an animal on set. Um, that's like, it's a whole headache. Yeah, yeah. That's like four extra things on set that you didn't need to be there. If you had just had the guy in the trench coat, I want to know why <laughs> the dog is there. It's just such a weird choice. What if that's like some one of the producer's scene, yeah. dogs and they're just like, Oh, like I just wanted maybe. to bring the dog to set, but somebody's going to have to walk it. Cause I can't walk it because I am a rich Hollywood producer. <laughs> and Sam's like, ooh, 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 put him in. Oh, this will be great. Yeah, get the guy a trench coat and have him walk the dog. It'll yeah, but isn't, isn't it if they did that and PETA was not on set to see it, wouldn't they not give it their seal of approval that you need? Oh, God, maybe. I mean, yeah. isn't that the dog is in no yeah. way being like put through any excruciating. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't fully understand all the ins and outs and legalities around animals on set and PETA's involvement but I have to presume we're doing exactly a thing that a dog would do (laughs) normally we just happen to have a camera on it we're not asking it to like jump through hoops of fire or anything yeah (laughs) I guess that's fair I guess that's fair maybe maybe that does simplify things but uh, in any event I just thought it was an interesting choice it um, definitely is, yeah. Um, but I like- uh, yeah, gotta point out this. Mm-hmm. This okay. First of all, uh, this shot, this push in to Peter, like he sees people being let out of the theater. He stands up off of the off of the steps and takes a step. Yeah. It takes a few steps forward as we push into him. Mm-hmm. It's a little extra. I'm gonna be. I mean, it just. <laughs> oh yeah, this is when we're laying the melodrama on thick. And, yeah, and suddenly, yeah. like the crowd starts cutting and allowing us to like better cut between these two shots as like foreground elements yeah. are pushing in into the frame, uh, just to, mm-hmm. just to make Peter feel that much farther away from Mary Jane. Yeah, right. it, it's a little extra, but I forgive it because of the contrast with the next shot that we see of Peter. So we have our like <laughs> way too intimate push in, right? Yeah. Where Peter 
walks towards the camera as the camera moves towards him and they land together, which is like a hard thing to time and pull off. But the next time we see Peter, it's a long zoom from mm-hmm. across the street. It's like a so we 70s. Go from, it's like a 1970s yeah, shot. Yeah. So we go from extremely personal to totally impersonal. Yeah. Um, like if it was just we just played the melodrama of this <laughs> push-in, I would be like, buddy. The what? push-in is like, is like he senses danger. Uh, yeah. Just, you know, it's like imagine him to just punctuate that shot of like saying danger is afoot. Um, yeah. <laughs> spider sense tingling yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh it's just it's very it's very very extra very melodramatic um mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. uh yeah so then this happens he notices the people are leaving the, the theater and then mj <laughs> immediately exits the back room and i just what kind of insane quick change is going on in that back room that How she on earth? Yeah. Oh, she almost yeah. beat everyone that was watching the play out of the theater. That's never happened in the history of theater. No. Ever. No. Well, play. because you're 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 like, okay. You <laughs> you 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 take your bow in full costume. Right. You mm-hmm. leave, you go to the back, you get changed. Everyone that's in the theater, like about half of them, maybe a quarter of them, stay behind because in smaller plays like this, yeah. if you stay around after the actors change, they come out and they meet and greet and there's a whole thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so, like, none of this is playing out the way that plays actually play out. <laughs> uh, and, and definitely not this uh, insane quick change that's happening. I don't know right. how she got out of her costume and hair and makeup that quickly. I- there's a chunk of impossible missing time here. Yeah. Um, I, I will say, though, that once we get to the other side of that impossible missing time, I feel like this this beat where um, Louise, that's her name, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Vanessa Ferlito comes back as Louise, and she has this little <laughs> supportive invite where she's like, we're all going to go to drinks or something. You want to come? Oh, you were so great tonight. Uh, call me. That little exchange they have is so accurate to, like, end of... End of a performance shenanigans. Which like, <laughs> I would I would really hope it was because they're actors and they right, should yeah. know how actors act. <laughs> yeah, like the easiest scene to ever like. Yeah. I'm sure that was literally just like, hey, I need you guys to do like some basic business as we just push in with mm-hmm. the camera. It doesn't matter what you yeah. say. Just be actors yeah. for a moment. <laughs> but also as we yeah. do push in on that we get to see some of the pull quotes that they've put on the posters such as oh, the yeah. fact that the cast oh, yeah. smartly captures Wilde's wit and whimsy did you guys <laughs> catch the other one though what's important about that other one well it does, it, say? Mary, it does say Mary it does say Mary oh the oh the the in joke it says Jay Frazier right. Jay Frazier is especially affected. Jay Frazier <laughs> is John Frazier, the man who normally plays Lord Bracknell, but is not playing Lord Bracknell tonight because he has a he has a, a, a understudy. Even though Lord Bracknell does not appear on stage, so Jay Frazier is especially effective because he's not there. <laughs> that is the most effective thing. It, we there is a third poster. That we can't yeah. <laughs> really read, but it does say something about yeah. Mary Jane Watson. That's right. Yeah. I think we Watson read it. Something. I think we read it uh, in the establishing oh, shot yeah. last week. Oh, okay. I think Maybe we, we got a know. we got a better shot of it. I forget exactly what it says, but it, it, it was basically, generic praise. Yeah, yeah, it's you know, like you know, Miss <laughs> Watson, Watson is delightful. Or rightly, whatever. I think. 
Yeah, shines brightly. Shines I think is brightly. what it says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This Jay Fraser thing is 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 throwing me for a loop here. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just okay. I'm not sure who this joke is for. Uh, it's clearly because, for you because no, but that's what that's what why I'm freaking out. Like, it might only be for me. Like, was this <laughs> was this done 15 years ago? And the first, the only payoff of it is a decade and a half later when some idiot pauses and like goes and like researches importance of being earnest and caught the thing yesterday like what is happening it's purely (laughs) it's purely for theater people if they it's yeah if you're a theater person who also loves spider-man then there is a nugget Mm. of a joke in there for you this is like the the venn diagram here is already narrow enough but on top of it you have to be the sort of person who spotted and read the entire cast list thing mm-hmm. in the previous yeah. minute instead of looking at bruce campbell mm-hmm. that person doesn't exist except <laughs> it's me i don't know i'm really i'm really uncomfortable with it <laughs> it's okay you're just in the truman show i know yeah. there's there's a dialogue that is happening between some production designer and me and we're the only two people on the other end of it i, I, he has I no am, idea i am very tempted to try and track down who did this and <laughs> get them on the show please so we can do. confront them please head do. on <laughs> oh, Lord. oh um, no it's great but yeah this this business between them um the idea of of her just being like you're sure you don't want to go you know you want to come get drinks with us I yeah. I love that because I have never I have a lot of actor friends mm-hmm. and they're in plays all the time and mm-hmm. they are never ever available to do anything because if they're not rehearsing they're in the play and if they're not in the play they're getting drinks with their cast members. <laughs> That's their entire life when yep. they for like the 3 months that they're involved in a play that's mm-hmm. every single day. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I uh, I do I like that detail. Um it's very lived in. Yeah. yeah. It's uh keeping it real true to life, yeah. making you just understand. And I mean, really it like what they're saying doesn't matter cuz it's just through the longing gaze of Peter. Yeah. <laughs> like they could have said anything. They could have just been like, "We're going to be committing murder later tonight. Would you like to?" And like Yeah. Mary. I mean, MJ's just like, "Oh no, I'm just sad that my friend didn't show up, but my boyfriend <laughs> They could have said just about anything were it not for the fact that, again, we have this weird sound mix where people are perfectly audible from across. Sure. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we. <laughs> and uh, and, and our, our buddy John here, uh, even more so. Yeah. His his mix is way more off than their mix. Uh, their mix yeah. sounds like movie natural. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas yeah. his is obviously real bad ADR. Um, uh, just like you know they're kind of distant and then all of a sudden he comes in and it's just like can i get your autograph miss you're like whoa whoa clear yeah what is why is why are you so close to the microphone that's weird i do love the way that they frame the shot for uh mj's turn Mm -hmm. oh yeah because it starts focused in the other direction and so you get that like slight shift of like oh yeah him yeah right little whip boom uh to reveal it's and and they go right into the kiss there's no pause so it's like as soon as you recognize oh a guy oh a guy she knows oh no they're already kissing it's just yeah oh it's heartbreaking yeah um it's that one-two punch for peter 
Exactly. It's very good. Because you done very goofed, good. Peter. You done goofed, yeah. You um, done goofed, pal. I, I, I do know who John is here, but he's not really in this minute at all. So maybe we'll we'll save discussion of the actor for for tomorrow. But um, mystery man, this, mystery man, mystery man. Oh, mystery man with mystery mom. Mystery mom. Maybe John <laughs> Fraser is the mystery mom. I I want to know was he at the play or did he just show up at the perfect time as the play was oh. being let out, or was he also hanging out outside? And they were across the street from each other and had no idea the whole time. They could have been swapping MJ stories this entire time. <laughs> which is worse. They certainly like, could have, which, yeah. yeah. Is it worse that he was there and he got there on time and he was supporting her and whatnot? Or that he has superhuman ability to know when her stuff was coming out and surprised her and she was overjoyed to see him? Or that he did the exact same thing as Peter waiting outside and beat him to the punch? They all suck. <laughs> For Peter, it's yeah. just real bad. <laughs> Michael, do you remember seeing these Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies for the first time? I do indeed. Yes, I mean, I I remember the first one being just like smacked across the face with how visually stunning I felt it was, yeah. and then this and like everything about uh, Willem Dafoe as Green Goblin was great. I didn't know who this James Franco character was. Yeah. Uh, and like, if I'm being completely honest, I never particularly loved him as Harry in the whole thing, which might be blasphemy to some. Uh, we, we, I, I think we accept him for who he is and we just, we just roll with it. But he, I mean, he's never been like my Harry Osborne quote unquote. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, sure. But yeah. you know, yeah, he, I feel like he fits fine in this series of films. Yeah, he's a version then, that works. Yeah. yeah. And then Spider-Man 2 is definitely the one that I've seen the most uh, because I think that, I mean, Alfred Molina is so good. It's mm -hmm. just a really fun departure from the Green Goblin storyline. Like, yeah. or it's enough of a departure that you just are like, oh, it's kind of its own encapsulated thing, except for like that one mirror scene, which feels very weird if you <laughs> watch it in isolation. Oh, yeah, uh, it probably does. <laughs> <laughs> but uh and then and then spider-man 3 i saw the one time in theaters and that one time was enough yeah i, I yeah that's fair yeah, yeah. i'm not gonna yeah. yeah i mean i'm not i'm not gonna like hard dunk on spider-man 3 but i think it was the point in that film where amnesia happened that i was like <laughs> oh okay okay it's this is, uh, this is what this movie is it is it is a very flawed film that i am very excited to talk about in detail next season <laughs> It is a fascinating yeah, thing. Yeah, it's <laughs> the making of that movie is a fascinating story, and uh, I'm excited mm -hmm. to uh, talk more about that next season. But uh, seeing it once it, and never again, um, I, you know, can't can't argue with that decision. Really, mm -hmm. really cannot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so fair enough there's just a lot of other movies out there that i'd much rather see for the first time than that for a second yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah true but yeah. uh i will say if you ever wanted to team up on a what if spider-man 3 was good uh <laughs> i'd 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 it, i'd, it I'd help on out the list of movies that i've considered for a what if <laughs> so. I'll keep that in mind yeah beautiful maybe we can do some sort of uh team up uh next year when we're covering this Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so tell tell people uh, more about uh, belated media. Oh yes, yeah, I've got a movie 
channel related thing that I did uh, what if that was referred to a little bit just moments before where I kind of do <laughs> hypothetical reworkings of uh, I mean the only ones that I've done have been the Star Wars films or the mm. prequels but I I am uh, you know looking to be doing more in the future I've just been so busy with a million different other projects uh, like yeah <laughs> yeah like my, my brother and I uh, released a animated pilot on the channel called obituary a grave beginning so if you want to yeah. see a pilot about a girl being raised by ghosts uh, that exists on the channel and we've been pitching that about town and nice. uh, then I also have a, a my podcast with my friend Reed Bryce uh, the sorting hat podcast where we have friends fans of subject or experts on certain topics and sort uh things within that category into the various houses of hogwarts it's just a <laughs> loose tangents and educational to a degree about autoimmune diseases and christian television shows and you name it we'll be probably covering it in the future because <laughs> there's a lot to sort in the world sure are i love that idea for a podcast it's it's so uh, mutable for so many things and such it a just, fun entertaining thing to do it just came naturally out of reed and i worked together and mm-hmm. we just were like riffing one day about like what campbell's soup went into which house and then the next day i was like that's a that's a podcast like we should do this <laughs> and they were like oh and i was like yes let's start doing this so we've been doing it for about a year now and no sign of stopping yet beautiful I mean, yeah. I don't know how you run out of things. So yeah. exactly. <laughs> that's that's the best part of the show. Um, exactly, exactly. All right. Well, Michael, thanks so much for joining us these past few days. Thank you so much for having me, both of you, and uh-huh. thank you for the pull-out couch to allow me to stay on for three episodes. <laughs> yeah, of course. You're very Anytime. welcome. Um, All right. Well, uh, we will be back tomorrow with uh, Minute 29. In the meantime, go check out the other podcasts in the Movies by Minutes phenomenon by going to moviesbyminutes.com. And while you're there, you might uh, you might check out the uh, the the Movies by Minute convention. It's our second convention that we're doing. Uh, second sort of live show meetup thing and we're doing it in Ooh. Denver this year so if you Denver Colorado yeah so if you're the in Denver. Uh, if you're in the Denver area we did it in Chicago last year uh it's where we uh where my back to the future co-host and I recorded our final episode um mm-hmm. we did that uh, in Chicago last year and this year it's happening in Denver and I'm not sure what the uh what the live show presence is. I, we're, I think we're still trying to figure that out behind the scenes. But um, but yeah, go go check out. If you want to see us live and, and meet us and things like that, That's that'd be a good way to do that. So go check that out at yeah. moviesbyminutes.com. And we will be back tomorrow with Minute 29. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.